This week on the Indo Daily. I asked her to leave me alone. I felt like she was harassing me and she was insistent that, you know, these were just coincidences. Catherine Martin, she is in favour of scrapping the TV licence and giving money to RT direct from the exchequer. Tonish Michael Martin, dead set against it. No way, not happening. Find and follow us at all the usual spots and over on the Irish Independent website. This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919, 1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. They, on occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. Now, I'm Nicola Talent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. Today's announcement from Crow Park of a proposal to reform the uh, All-Ireland Senior Football Championship. Uh, it's the brainchild of Porig Duffy. And uh, basically, the, the, the main point of it seems to be that instead of ha- having All-Ireland quarterfinals, the eight teams who advance there would uh, form into two groups of four, play three matches, and the top two from each group would then advance to an All-Ireland semi-final. Donica, have you any view on what's behind this? Well... I suppose in, in theory it gives you more top quality games. The last eight teams stand in the championship, yeah, you get uh, they will all play off against each other. Um, then that will obviously sell more tickets because there's more big games and it will make any television package easier to sell on the basis that um, there are these high-profile matches. The other side of it is when is this going to be squeezed into the calendar? I know they're saying in the announcement that they have... Uh, have released or they've squeezed this in but let's say your county if you're a club player again and it's not designed to help the club player but it does have genuine knock-on effects um, if you're a club player and these these round-robin games start that month is written off for you so if the, even if it's brought back a bit there's two weeks in July and two weeks in August that you will not see any action at all as a, as a club player so it's there's not enough space in the calendar. We all know this, but I'm just I'm not sure what problem this solves. Well, the the problem that it solves are during the league, particularly towards the back end of the league, when the when the good teams in Division One are getting their act together and playing well, and people say this is brilliant when it's a Mayo against a Tyrone or a Dublin against a Kerry, and people say we're going to have to wait another four or five months before we see a match like this against two top teams going hammer and tongs against each other. So this increases the number of games that we see against the best teams. It also makes it fairer for a t- for teams from, say, Ulster, being the classic example, they will have to win. OK, the provincial championship will still be harder, but when they get to that two-group-of-four thing, Dublin and Kerry can't just get to an All-Ireland quarter-final by virtue of the fact that they waltz their way through their provinces. So the fairness issue and the fact that there's not enough big games against the top teams, that's the two problems that it solves. But I, I, I won't go for this fairness crack at all. This is another case of the richer getting richer and the poorer getting poorer. Like The top eight teams are going to get better and get more and more competitive games and develop and get a chance to develop more players. The teams outside of the, the top eight are going to get less games and less opportunities to do this. And I don't know where the club player comes in in this. Just from chatting to Dunica beforehand as well, 
well. If your team is in, we'll say, between maybe 16 and 9, ranked between 9 and 16, you're almost not going to want your county to qualify for the last day because you're not going to play club action probably until September as well. This is a disaster of a setup for yeah, all those sort I'm not sure it's a disaster now. I'm not sure it's a disaster, but I do, I, I do it think... it doesn't it, make it any better. When I said fair, what I mean is fair with regard to the All-Ireland contenders. I'm not saying it's across the board fair to every team in Ireland. When it, it will mean that, roughly speaking, Dublin and Kerry would have to go through a similar process, a similar level of difficulty to get to an All-Ireland quarter-final or semi-final as a Tyrone would. That's what I mean by fair. But, like, you know, part of when people bemoan the fact previous to this that there wasn't the same, there wasn't a great number of high-profile games, what they sort of meant was, what the unsaid thing was, in lieu of all the drops that goes on very early in the championship, in, in lieu of all the bad games and the poorly attended games and the low-quality games of football. And this is going to throw them all together. And in terms of the club player, there is absolutely no doubt the club player will suffer as a result of this. But you're going to still have the dross in May, June. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying I'm unanimously in favour of it, but I can see what it's geared up to do. Now, it's, if, it's hard if to get were... past the fact that, that, that it does... It does. It's going to generate a lot more money. Yeah, it's hard to look past that, yeah, yeah. you know. And you know, it'll be dressed up in a million ways. But that it, they have to. You would imagine that that was high on the list well, when they were drawn up this we're, plan. We are currently going into this weekend. We have four more football days in Crow Park, if you know what I mean. One All Ireland quarter final day, two semi finals days, and one All Ireland final day. And we've yet to have have one day in the championship where we can all say that was brilliant, that was great football, and all the rest of it. Like, and it has been the case in the last couple of years. Um, like the the Mayo uh, Kerry two game the, where this replay was in uh, Limerick a couple of years ago we had to wait until then to get a decent game same thing with Dublin Mayo last year so like if you want to sell the championship and you want to sell you know the best exponents of the thing it's probably a good thing from that point of view but it's like you know you're making this thing the inter-county championship even bigger again it's it's you know okay the star point and the end point mightn't be changed in any way uh, and I think they're talking about playing the two All-Ireland semi-finals on the same weekend as well to try and condense it slightly. But like the inconvenience to everybody else that's beneath that, and in this case the club player, is probably increased. Do you think the fact that there's a new TV deal in the offing might have anything to do so. with this? And falling attendances as well. Like I mean, falling attendances is one of these easy Monday morning stories that you know we all kind of dredge up. But this year it's particularly prominent because, uh, you know, the standard of, despite what anybody says, this the standard of entertainment has not been good for a long time. In your common or garden championship match, like if you were if you were half arsed to go to a match, if you weren't that much into your county team, if you went occasionally, you'd be probably less inclined to go now than you would have been a few years ago. But surely the people from Tip and Clare and would say, Well, hold on, we've a great summers here. They would, I know, but what's rare is wonderful, like, you know what I mean? Like I don't think you can use that as an argument against it. Right. Uh, do, you, do any of you think this will pass? I presume it has to go to Congress. Well, you, you, you imagine that they haven't gone away and come up with this without having some sort of. I know it's going. Is it gone to or it's going to Central Council? It's gone to Central Council already, and obviously it got a certain amount of support there. So I, I think Crow Park generally don't think to take things that they think will blow up in their face. So obviously they think they have a certain amount of support for it, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Congress is the strangest oh, place in the world. Like. It, it's a, it, I, I would admire the GAA insofar as it's a proactive approach to changing it because their previous idea that throw it open to everybody to put an idea and we'll throw them all up to Congress they have to have known that that would fail given the nature of GAA democracy and it was up to the GAA hierarchy in this case Park Duffy and Aegon O'Farrell 
to actually lead from the front if they did want change, if they do want change in the championship. And they've clearly stated today that they do. But I'm just not sure that this is maybe the best form of change. Well, it, there's no, there's n- sort of sense that no one's really grasping the nettle here, isn't there? Like, you know, I think a lot of people are going towards the, the idea that the provinces are just gone, like, uh, as as a notion, like, the, they don't necessarily work in the way that we hoped it would, particularly with the qualifiers. Yeah, and this will, this will further dilute the whole provincial championships as well totally like yeah yeah but i suppose the point is that maybe we need to look at something away from the provinces and this is sort of one small step in that direction where you are diluting the importance of the thing and then maybe in 15 20 years time we'll go again ultimately like we'll still have an all-ireland champion and it'll still be you know one of the few who are going to win it anyway so it's just whether getting to that getting to that end point is any more entertainable or sustainable for the gaa i'm getting worried that they're weeding out i think it's the the lower teams are becoming less and less important now at the moment. This it's all based on the last eight now. They like I know they came up with some ideas last year to try and come up with a second tier, but something has to be explored to give those teams more incentive to keep playing, or otherwise we're just going to be left with. But, but it's a the the is defence, like yeah, in fairness, do, they, like, yeah, you know, like they've tried to give them B that, championships. Short, <laughs> short of going around and, the chair. and saying to counties. You know, here's a whole lot of new players. Like, you know, like it's incumbent upon counties to get their act together to get to that level. Like, I mean, it's, you know, we were having this conversation five minutes before we came down to record this podcast. Like, in some cases, there are teams that aren't good, like, and they're going to suffer from the fact that they're not good. And if they want to get better or if they want to enjoy the perks of going further in the championship, they're just going to have to improve with the thing. And it's harder for some counties to improve. That's a fact. But and a lot of them throw, turn their nose up at the notion of a B championship. Yeah, Do you know well, what I mean? They just can't. Like, they will not accept that that might be their place in the world. Whether it's an avenue to the though. latter stages or something, there's going to have to be something, some sort of avenue I, or some incentive. I think it's fair to summarise that we're not going to solve this conundrum uh, here might. today. What? But we have. <laughs> we're getting we? there. Okay, fair enough. 